Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, good evening. I thought maybe, Jason, you were going to start, but hello. It's the whole crew. It's ACB Radio Roundtable, and I'm Debbie Hazelton, and I've got a whole bunch of people here at this round table we're going to be talking about audio editing and so my partner in crime my cohort and wonderful best friend jason castingway yes um, who was going to talk but discovered he was muted (laughs) because i i wanted the yes i wanted the disclaimer to be perfectly heard and and not my background noise in there and oh just one of those little conscientious things i do and then i'm like oh i'm talking and i forgot to hit the button on my mixer so there you go Well, there you go. So why don't you introduce the rest of these wonderful people? It's a different kind of editing. Yeah, a different kind of editing. (laughs) That's the next, that's next week's show. (laughs) (laughs) So we have Derek Lane with us. Hello, hello. Hey, everyone. Good to be here. Great. And we have Larry Gassman. Yay. And John Gassman. Good evening. And maybe if anybody else is on our production team, if you would like to raise your hand and let... I don't know. We we don't want raised hands of other people, but if you are on your... on well, the, we know who not they yet, are. That's true. Know, yeah. um, <laughs> maybe they're aspiring members of the production team. Maybe that's like. true. There may, might be Rick, some of those. Rick's got his hand up. Should I look yeah. ah. Oh sure, okay, bring great. Rick up. Here. I think he's done some stuff for us, hasn't he? He's just oh, a little, a little. Yeah, yeah just the last half hour. But no, he no, can no, only no. come on board if he operates the video camera. <laughs> not oh, enough to warrant snap. any air conditioning or anything. Yeah. <laughs> no. no, Rick, you better bring a cold drink with you. <laughs> yeah, There's bring one for Rick. us too. <laughs> and I don't know anybody else on the production team in here. Anybody else? Thomas Cummings has Tim. Tim. Oh, bring Tim. Yeah, bring Tim. Oh, yeah, he knows about audio. Yeah, yeah, we know Tim. That's the name that's on the list, but it's actually Tim. Oh, it is? Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, we we let him in. Sure. We like him. That's all the hands that are up. So (laughs) So that's it for now. Okay. Let's hope there are more people in the room than hands up. Oh, there are lots of people. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Fantastic. Good, good. So, who, Jason's? Yes. Take it away. What is audio editing? Why is it important? What are, you know, it's just people. Audio editing, there. I don't know, man. I just hit buttons and hope things work. <laughs> Not quite. Well, that's about all the time we got left for tonight. <laughs> okay, so that see takes ya. care of everything. <laughs> that's editing in real time, folks. Yeah. That's how you do that. It's funny because <laughs> editing has changed over the years because I, I don't think I did it well in the in the 70s you know when you used razor blades and tape i tried it was tough but i really got better at it when we used to have to audio edit with open reel tape for the radio shows we were doing and that was fun and it was good but it wasn't quite as good until we got to the digital age and now it's wonderful because it's exacting it's exact you can edit on a penny almost it's that good Mm. and it really sounds good and it's so editing has progressed a lot you know i don't don't know how derek looks at this and some of the other people who have been editing for a while but i used to think because i used to listen to radio and commercials and i mean that any kind of breath that was in there they take it out so it was one long run-on sentence Mm. and and the problem with that was and i i said there's something wrong with this and then i began to talk to friends and they said it's not natural it's not believable. Would you talk that way? And I said, no. And they said, and editing is rhythmical almost. So that if you listen to something, for instance, all the editing we did at the convention, you listen to the how people talk. And granted, if they've got 15 seconds in between sentences, yeah, you take that out. But you know how fast they talk and you get a rhythm. And it's got to sound like it's having a conversation with you. So it's natural and believable. And it just makes it much more pleasant to listen to. And so you don't need to do all of that stuff. We, we learned that a long time ago. Well, if I feel like I have room, I yeah. mean, like I don't have room, right. I do take out some of the breaths. I don't yeah. take them all out. But I yeah. do, particularly if it's crowded and I know I have to cut it down. But and, like, and I didn't even get into the next layer. And that's just the, the basic ambience 
of the room noise as well. Sometimes I'll hear edits, and they're bad because they'll take a part of the breath out, mm-hmm. or they'll take some of the room noise out. For instance, if there's a little bit of ambiance in the room, you'll you won't hear that bounce back. You'll all of a sudden sound like somebody clipped something. Yeah. And so there's a lot of subtle things that happen in editing. We didn't hear anything like that at the convention for the most part because and i'm surprised too because we had people with all kinds of equipment all kinds of mics in zoom room so you could have had some fairly nasty sounds but for the most part it was pretty easy to do mm-hmm. we've been jumping all over the place but i mean there's a lot more to editing than just cutting out words oh, cutting yeah. out phrases etc sure you were talking about editing on a penny yeah you can cut out parts of words Correct. to repair damaged audio. I'm in a position to demo various editing techniques tonight, should you be interested when oh. it's appropriate. Oh, no, that's good. That's good. I think of sound editing, audio editing, a little bit like word processing. If you've mm-hmm. ever done word processing where you, you know, you, you first of all, you clean it up and you correct spelling and take out extra spaces and things like that, but also where you can literally move things around. You could take a third paragraph and decide you want it to be your first paragraph and then take that fifth sentence and decide you want it to come back into your fifth paragraph. Mm -hmm. And you learn with audio editing that you can do those kinds of things. And sometimes that's not so good because sometimes people's words get edited to say what somebody wants them to say. So that can be a funny little thing that's not always so funny. But that's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. And I have to say, I have not used much of the undo feature that comes in word processors, but boy, do I use it in audio editing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because sometimes you think you're in the right spot and you make an edit and whoops, a urge gets cut off. So, oh, wow, I cut off the W in word. I need to undo this and start again. That was a pretty exaggerated example, but there are subtle things that you become used to hearing and you know when it's not right and undo and little you know paying attention and zooming in to a little tiny spot that's you know you're talking about editing on a penny there are all sorts of ways to approach things sometimes but just getting into that little spot and getting rid of that tiny little sound you don't want or something like that that's what i'm thinking of yeah i heard somebody with a lot of room noise the other day and i thought oh i bet derek would know you could you know, isolate that a lot of times and get rid of it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he would. <laughs> yeah. So Derek is one who has been teaching and working with Reaper, and I think Reaper is probably the top of the line of software to work with. I've been using an old SoundForge, and we have people out there using Goldwave and Audacity, and I used Amadeus and, a lot on the yeah. Mac. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've used SoundForge. Oh, and, and that's only be, and I'm getting more and more disenchanted with it because it's becoming more and more graphical. And I'm not even using the latest and greatest. I think I'm at 12 or 13. And but, Rick but uses I, Audition. Okay. Does he? I want to use Reaper. I've got to find the time because I know the learning curve is tough. It's tougher. Not if and you have Derek. Now, well, as soon as I retire, which might <laughs> be any month now, really soon, that's going to be one of the first things I do. Ah. Is you will Reaper. not look back. I no, I know I won't. You. Everybody tells yeah. me that. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that. if you have Derek as a teacher. I've already got the class. So, well, I, no, no, I, don't, I don't have class, but I've already got the class. With Derek? Oh, you've got class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, I don't have class. I have <laughs> that <Derek> particular class, <laughs> a specific okay. kind of yes. class. Okay. Yes. yes. All right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But so, no, I've yes. got all that stuff, and I can ask questions, and I can train, but it takes time. <laughs> it, it does. does. Mm-hmm. You know, so... And muscle we'll memory, you know, in the fingers. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Oh, right. Muscle memory is so important. But let me tell you one reason why you will, when you use Reaper, uh, not look back. Reaper is unlike most editors that we're familiar with in our circle. Like Debbie and Jason and John and Larry were saying, we're talking our Amadeus, Goldwave, SoundForge, Studio Recorder, and so on. These editors are known as destructive editors, meaning that, like most word processors, once you cut out a piece of audio, if you make a mistake, but you save that uh, particular edit, 
it's gone. That's it. You cannot, unless you have a backup copy, bring back a piece of audio that you may have accidentally cut out. It's done. Reaper, when you save a uh, session that you're working on, saves a project file. This project file is a set of instructions that Reaper is to use when you play back your uh, work in the future. The audio or the MIDI material, yes, it does uh, music like sonar and so on, it uh, is untouched. You could make an edit, a number of edits, to a number of files, and they will be left alone, which means that you have the ability months or years down the road, once you've gotten more proficient, to go back in some of your old work and tidy it up. You can do undos to your edits even after you've long since saved and closed your Reaper project. Because again, we're not dealing with destructive editing that's operating on the audio. We are dealing with simply creating a set of instructions that Reaper obeys when you open your project up again. And so that's why you can have all of this flexibility. Yeah. And it's quite cool. Reaper now, also yeah. has the ability to have multi-tracks yeah, which that's we don't currently say. have available to us in SoundForge. Mm -hmm. And so if, if I may, because if somebody coughs, for instance, I now have the ability with Reaper, because it's on a separate track, to actually take that cough out if something happens, if there's a noise. I mean, it gives you a lot more flexibility. I'm looking forward to playing with Reaper, but I want to have time to play with it. I don't want to just do it and then put it aside, bring it back, put it aside. So I'm looking forward to that because I definitely want to learn it. So. And this is not a, a course in Reaper, but you mentioned the word project. Is that the same thing as a file that you're working on, or is it something different? Yeah, a Reaper project is a set of files that will, well, <laughs> give you uh, whatever you're working on. Uh, so, for example, um, I've worked on a couple of albums. An album, uh, several albums that uh, are Christmas albums I was sort of co-producing. We, uh, as in the Reaper community, actually put together several Christmas albums over the last few years to raise money for the development of the pieces of Reaper that make it accessible. For those who were contributing their time, we wanted to give them a, a thank you from the community. And so we did, and I, along with several others, was part of the mixing and mastering for that album. I also worked with a lady who goes by the name Sammy Sweet Spirit in her album Something for Everyone. We uh, used Reaper completely for that, and uh, some of you may find it amazing to know that uh, one of her songs had about 138 tracks in it. It was a very complicated song, and a bunch of effects and a lot of other magical mystery things that were running in real time, because yes, Reaper does have live effects. As you put audio through it, you hear what you're getting out of it. And Reaper and the accessibility software that we use in conjunction with our favorite screen reading packages of choice handled all that quite well. And so, I mean, we're, we're talking incredible power and speed that we have available to us. Yes, I have to agree. Um, Reaper always feels very snappy to me. It's just very responsive when I'm moving around or having to stop and start, you know, as compared to some other things I've tried using. Debbie, maybe because this came up on a couple of lists today, and we'll get back to Reaper, and we'll get back to editing and SoundForge, etc., and all the other devices, maybe we could talk about, because people are wondering... What happened at the convention to the session that I was in? I don't see it on the podcast yet. And it is going to be released on the podcast, but it's not there yet. You all, you, John and Larry and Derek and Jeff and Rick and Jason and me a little bit and, and Doug, um, Doug and, and uh, I hope I'm not Janine. Janine with the scissors, that's what I think of. You all did more than 100 hours right away. Before the convention was even over, there were over 100 hours already uploaded into the podcast feed. Isn't that right, Jason? Yes. And there are still a number that we have to find that are... I think we have them all. A lot of them we have to get from Zoom that were not streamed, mm -hmm. but we're still having to find them. And 
all of them are taking a number of edits because of things yes. like taking out the can you hear me and wait long pauses of unmuting and you know somebody is having to get unmuted and all those things and then balancing out the sound and it takes enormous work this team has worked super super hard and a lot of these people that i just listed were working on these things right through convention the whole time either editing or streaming editing or, or streaming sort of and both at the yeah. same time yeah. so i just you know i appreciate everyone being patient and knowing that we're so fortunate that we have as much up as we already do because i thought how many hours was it all was it 242 hours or I something I'm pretty that, sure, yeah, about 200, I, you're, I think you're, you're, you're about right on. I think yeah. that's what I heard, yeah. and I don't know how many are up there yet, but we still have more to go. Yes, and you brought up a point. It takes time to edit it. It's not something that can always be done quickly, because when you're editing, you're having to listen to the file, in some cases, to go through and take out some pieces that aren't needed, some coughs or some other kinds of parts of speech that maybe were to the side or, or not part of the regular conversation. But there are other aspects that can be done somewhat quickly, like Debbie mentioned, removing the silences, you know, some of the gaps in time where people are doing other things or somebody needs to be unmuted and it takes a little time. Reaper has an amazing, I think it's amazing because it's just saved me so many times, but it probably just a very easy bit of programming where it looks for those silences and based on the criteria that you provide it will remove as much of or as little of it as you desire i don't know derek what kind of examples you have but i bet this is a good time to start with some examples of some of the editing or things that reaper can do oh absolutely so one of the things that uh, you may find interesting i say you as the collective is that uh, what we have here is um, a workflow setup that a lot of the team is using for the podcast editing. We've almost gotten an assembly line going where someone will stream it. They'll put it in a folder in Dropbox. Somebody else will come along and perhaps uh, top and tail the stream, meaning they're opening it up in like a, a sound editor of any description. It doesn't matter. And, and you're taking the, okay, everybody, can you hear me? All the beginning, the things, and oh, I found my microphone. Hello. All the things and the things that happen as everybody's messing around and getting going. You take all that off and you take all the the sort of uh, stuff off at the end that doesn't matter. And then they'll put that in another part of Dropbox. And then somebody else will come along, add more polish, ego in another folder and upload. So it's like a, a fast food for editing. It takes a lot of pressure off of everybody because nobody has an overwhelming amount to do. And they don't have to do the same thing over and over and over and over if they don't want to. And so that's partially how we were able to move all of this audio to you through our editing. In addition to the trimming and things, there are various ways in Reaper to have it automatically level the volume, and I'll demonstrate all of that. So I have two demos set up. I can demonstrate the process of us putting together one of our podcasts, and or I could start off with demonstrating the precision of editing that we are capable of doing should we need to. Mm. So which one would be more appealing to you guys first? Precision. Okay, so. that's Precision. what I was going to say. Sure. Precisely. Jeff is saying we have 138 hours available, okay. but I think there are still a There's lot a good more. 17 or so still ready to go that need to be actually uploaded, I think. A, a number. At least. There are. Yeah. But sure, Derek, Precision. What? what All right. So this is from a piece of material that a friend of mine produced several years ago on a program called Virtual Audio Cable, and it has, as one of its pieces, a thing called Audio Repeater. Well, when he said Audio Repeater, he got a little too close to his microphone, and so what we ended up hearing is... The other way is a thing called an Audio Repeater. And a big pop there. We can actually zoom in to the degree of precision that we can get rid of that pop. Would you like to hear that done? Sure. All right. The other way is a thing called an audio repeat. All right, let's. There is the 
Now, what I've what I've done is my arrow keys will slowly move through the audio. Right. It's like um, queuing it up and open a reel the way we used to do sure it. It sure is. Yep. Yeah. It sure is. So let's grab as our selection the beginning of that. In fact, you can hear the clipped off P when you when you play it slowly enough. You can actually hear. Hear that? Yep. You can. So that is the P of repeater. That's fine. You. Okay. Uh, sorry, I'm easily amused. I, I, um, yes, I did the same thing. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> you. All right. But we have the... That's the clipped part. The distorted part that we want gone. So we're going to select that part. And we can play just our selection. There's the clipped part isolated. Um, if we are not sure that we have it all, we can move our selection, although it's already established, or we can repeat the selection as we move it so that we can make sure that we have all the clipped parts selected, which, because this selection is so small, it's actually going to sound like a note. So let's see if I have... Okay, that's probably more like it. That's probably the entire clipped P. That's, yeah. So I used the loop mode, which is a very digital kind of editing, to make sure that I had everything in there. So let's delete that and listen. The other way is a thing called an audio repeater. Look at that. Well, look at that. Good Lord. You, you ain't going to get that precise on SoundForge. Or anything else. Goldwave, no, or anything none else. of them. It is so helpful to hear when you use the left and right arrows like that. That has yep. just, mm -hmm. yeah. that is so cool. Now, how do we use this in podcasting, especially if we need to do our fast food of audio? Well, as Jason said, Reaper does have the ability to trim silences. But because we are dealing with non-destructive editing, we can navigate through the edits that Reaper made. So normally, let's say you are in your destructive editor and you do a trim. And most of it's okay, but then it accidentally cuts off a part. Well, that's too bad for you. You get to undo the whole works and, and try different settings. But because we can navigate each edit that you either manually make in Reaper or that Reaper will make itself, you uh, can refine them if necessary. Or you can find yourself right in the middle of your file where somebody's, okay, you know, here's, here's the thing, unmute, you know, can speak now, whatever, whatever. And then from that point, you can take all of that out and you can make these edits without even having to hear the entire file. Now, of course, in the case of paid clients and things like that, naturally, or, or things with a lot of replay value, you would naturally want to take more care, but you can still do a reasonable job of editing, maybe in half the time the actual file lasts, maybe half of the duration of the file, which is as close as we're going to get to looking at a waveform visually. In other words, looking at a picture of the sound and then using the mouse to edit based on what people see. Because some people are, are good. They can look at the picture of the sound on the screen and know where there's a pause or know any number of things. In fact, I think, Rick, that's how you, when you're in a hurry, are able to very quickly and easily do editing in Audition. You do edit. Yeah, yeah that's correct. Yeah. Yep. And, yep. and so yep. what other things can you see to edit out? Um, what what all can you look at and and see needs to be edited without even hearing it? Well, one of the things I can do, Derek, is I can elongate the waves. I can make the waves real big. So, mm -hmm. like that bit that you just did with getting out the pops. I mean, I can see where they start and stop visually, and and get them that way as well. Hmm. Well, that is pretty darn cool. And also something you know that's it's really interesting when someone has a breathing pattern uh, you can really tell when they're taking a breath you know mm -hmm. very easily so one of the things you can do in audition i trust you can do it in reaper is you can teach audition to look for certain noise and eliminate it 
So you could do that. You could have them eliminate breaths if you wanted to. And I trust Reaper must have something similar to that, right? It does a fair job. There are things you can purchase called plugins and add to Reaper to extend its functionality. And then in doing so, you can have it do an even better job than it does stock. Yeah, I'm sure. So if Reaper's stock capabilities aren't good enough, <laughs> if you need to do more things, you certainly can have it do them. Speaking of the breath noise, uh, Derek, I think you talked about uh, using a plugin to help not eliminate it altogether, but just balance it out a bit, even it out, or bring it down a bit. Yeah, just soften it. What, what, yep. I, what I do quite often, if there isn't a lot of ambient noise, is I'll just silence it. You know, sure. I'll hit, hit a button, button that says silence. So, How did they cool. put breath into Alex on the Mac? I guess they just recorded it and programmed it so that based on certain punctuation marks or certain phrasing, certain uh, amounts of words or syllables maybe that it knows to yeah. insert it in. I'm just guessing. Yeah. I don't I can't That's speak so for Apple, but mm. I remember at first Alex was much more breathy and it wasn't totally unnatural, but it was a little creepy at first because I'd open an email and it'd go, "Hi." <laughs> and I'm like, "Whoa." You know, I wasn't expecting that, but anyway. <laughs> I think it would have been even more amusing if depending on like if you had a whole bunch of stuff running on your computer and, and it was kind of bogged down, if it was like, <coughs> hi. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or get out of breath saying, or something like, you're, yeah. you're making me read too much. <laughs> I remember mm -hmm. saying I wanted Alex because he breathes. You know, it's just so funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I forget about it a lot now. But, but yeah, Jeff and I used to laugh about that. Mm. Well, let me see if within about five to ten minutes I can get a reasonable start on taking one of our community calls from earlier today and uh, assembling it into a, a podcast. Naturally, I won't have the time to do a lot of refinements to the editing, but we've certainly seen that they can be done. So what we have a chance yeah. to do here is make some broad strokes. But it'll show people some of the the hard work, the good work that's been going on on it. Because you've been editing the podcasts as well as the community calls. I mean, the things from the convention as well as the community calls. Quite a few. Indeed. Mm -hmm. So let's go over here to the uh, web in your hand call. I think it's from earlier today. And it's an hour and 19 minutes as it stands. And we can just play this. Hello, ACB community. I'm Mika, and we are back with... Now, what I'm going to do is have Reaper, based on some criteria, remove the silences. And uh, Reaper is actually very intelligent in the way I've set it up to do so, because this is dialogue. So let's say we have some low-end noise in our recording, like an air conditioner or something, or, or whatever. Uh, Reaper is not looking for that. It's not considering that particular part of the sound as something to leave in. It will only leave speech in. And so it's uh, smarter than the average bear when it comes to uh, the auto trim. But some now, of that stuff's taken out anyway because of Zoom's cancellation. True. So mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about it in this case. You might later on in other cases. Right. Yeah. And that's proven true in, in many other projects. Now, we've only trimmed two minutes worth of audio out of this. But still, that two minutes in, in a broadcast situation where you're really trying to uh, time crunch, that can you know make or break your timing. If you're trying to get something under an hour and it comes in a little over, you can have Reaper trim the silences. Once you've done that, if it's still not short enough, you can select all of your audio. You can select the time that it needs to be in. So, example, 59.50 or something, you know, for, for an hour. And have Reaper automatically compress the speed of the audio to fit within that window. Mm. And provided you don't go too extreme, you can actually do that to a degree where it sounds completely untouched. 
So we've got our podcast trimmed two minutes already. Now, as I go through this, what I can tell you now is that uh, NVDA is telling me that there are 387 items on this track where Mika and others are residing, meaning that Reaper has made 387 edits already before I've even touched anything. And uh, just like jumping around from uh, segment to segment on a CD or in a playlist, I can go to each of these edits and listen to where the cut points were made. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. So if I do that... Hello. If there is any... Number one. If there is any back... If there... Or to the wife. And I've asked... Very soon. Let's see if we can find an... uh, To share that. If she... To... So... We can, but at the, we're gonna. If you need it, and so, if, if, and with that said, I have gets. I've because they, that I we are using the web. So so far, hey, you are gonna work. Just, uh, we are today is looking oh. to demo. Uh, to, today, to demo today is. Now, what I can tell you is that we're already six minutes into this. We found an uh, and I'm sure there's some missing that we skipped over, but, you know, we can keep going. And uh, re- There's a big pause and a mouth click, so we can take that out. Hi there, good. And good. Uh, uh, are you with us yet, do you know? Uh, I am. You are with us, uh, how you doing? Yeah. Hey, it's, it's the iPad. I think trainer Let's Rita see. has her iPhone that she's going to be using to demo today. Is, is she with us yet, do you know? Uh, I am. You are? So we can cut. Do you know, uh, is she with us from here? I am. You are with us. Uh, how you doing? You are with us. Uh, how you doing? Now, can I go between with us and how? Can we? Can we cut into that? That precisely. You are with us. Let's see. How you doing? More than likely, yes. Let's see what we got. I'll be using to demo today. Is uh, how you doing? Today. Today. Is, how you doing? Today. Um. Now, I want to replace with silence uh, so we can create a little bit of silence there. Demo today. How you doing? Now, there's a little bit of the S left. How you do- so let's fade that in. Pass the S. Do a little fade. Today. How you doing? Yeah. Hi there. Good. And uh, now we've cut out that whole deal. And on we go. And once we've done all of that cutting, we can apply a number of effects to get everybody's volume regulated. And uh, Rita and, and Cliff are, as well as uh, Trainer Lynn, and I are going to be doing a uh, virtual tech summit live stream tomorrow evening. Now, as you heard, because I've put a fair few sort of preset effects in place configured to my specifications, I was uh, able to, since I use these frequently, apply about five or six different plugins to this material. And as you probably heard, even over Zoom, the volume of the dialogue jumped up significantly. Yeah, it's unfortunately a little harder to detect on Zoom, but I yeah, think it's... I noticed it, mm-hmm. but, but you're, you're right, because Zoom's going to knock it down again, but yeah. And all that volume is is the volume adjustments happening sometimes you can use other things like levelator and other things which cause other problems sometimes but is all of that plug-in or is it inside reaper itself these are plugins within reaper it comes with a fair few of them okay and okay. Uh, what's great about these is that i can change this at any time because the plugin settings are also part of the project which means that if I decide, well, that's cool, but I can make it a little cooler. I can open this back up and uh, make additional changes and then do a process called rendering, Mm -hmm. which then makes Reaper follow all the little directions that we've put in place to then spew forth a file containing all of the magical edited goodness. Like a WAV file or MP3 or something like that. Yeah. And I assume since Reaper is relatively new, you've got all kinds of choices in terms of which file types you can make it work. Oh, my goodness. You can do some yeah. very obscure things. Yeah. Opus, Flack, mm-hmm. uh, Wavepack. Who's used wow. Wavepack for compression in years? But you can do it. <laughs> um, you can, to a degree, do some video editing and 
that's accessible. So, for example, you could say to Reaper, I have a video I shot on my iPhone, but I also have the jam session recorded from the PA, which sounds pretty good. And you could say, I want the audio from the PA, the nice recording that's direct, and I want my video from the phone. You can listen to both pieces of audio and sync them up. Mute the phone's audio and then have a very polished video from your phone and it's really nice cameras and uh, nice polished sound of, from your audio from the nicely recorded jam session and put that on Facebook or YouTube. When you are aligning sources, I didn't set this up as a demo because I honestly didn't think about it. Because we're dealing with non-destructive editing, all of this is real-time, you can listen to two things and move one while everything is playing until it lines up. So you don't have to try to get everything together, let the mix happen, not like it, hit undo, and keep going. As everything plays, you just move stuff around until it lines up the way you want, and you're good to go. The Reaper is only an audio editor. Correct? No, so like you, I just said, you can do but, video. I just you, mentioned uh, what video. What about the syncing component. aspect for a blind person? Uh, well, if you're listening to both sources, if you're listening to the ambient audio from your phone yeah. and the PA, you hear both sources, so you know if the two audio sources are synced up. Yeah. Naturally, the video source is going to follow, and so then you can mute the audio from the phone and preserve the video and then render it out, and you so can it tell... Work. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then you yeah. can tell Reaper, when I fade the audio... Fade the video. Oh, so you can cool. do fade to blacks and you can do uh, transition wow. effects and things like that. If you understand how they work, you can apply them. You just won't be able to see them. But all you have to do is call up a friend or what have you or, mm -hmm. and have them look. And even over something like uh, team, oh, what's that freaking thing that just left my team TV viewer? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they can say, yeah, that was nice. Or, yeah, that was nice. And then you can fix it. <laughs> so we can, as blind people, edit video. Wow. That's pretty cool. And that's what I got for y'all today. Yeah. Cool. So I know you use this. I mean, you use this with music. You use this with all kinds of audio editing. And I know you teach it and live it and breathe it and practically eat it. <laughs> you just are totally committed to working with this and you there is a lot of accessibility with it right oh yeah like i said we can read what we're doing as we're adjusting things we can hear all the numbers and all the settings and the graphical interface is irrelevant because reaper has a very geeky and amazingly fancy thing that i know very little about called an api application programming interface i'm not a programmer but instead of looking on the screen we have the ability for our screen readers to talk to Reaper. Hey, what are you doing? What, what plugins are here and what are they set to? And then Reaper says, oh, we have this here. And the screen reader speaks it to us. So you can have anything laid out however you want visually. And it changes nothing in terms of your experience as a blind user. Now, are you using Reaper out of the box or are you using Jim Snowbarger's scripts? I'm oh, using it out of the box with, well, I'm using it with uh, the, a couple of pieces, of, a couple of plugins written for Reaper to give it the accessibility of which I'm speaking. And I'm using it with NVDA because I find that combination the most responsive. You're just not hearing the speech. Right, right. Produced by NVDA. So the other sound editors are somewhat accessible for the most part with help from scripts what percentage of reaper is not accessible um well reaper by default isn't that great like i said there's some plugins that you install after the fact to really get this going but once those are in place i would say you have about 95 percent accessibility there are some very advanced things and i mean we're talking really esoteric things that are just ridiculously crazy like it's scripting and stuff where accessibility is a little on the awkward side the video processor isn't the most accessible. We can kind of work around it, and how is irrelevant in this conversation, but it can be worked around. We can change parameters. 
like if we're putting text on the screen and we know we want the text a certain size, a certain color, and at a certain position, we as blind editors can make those changes. But like I said, we can't see them in context. But we can do it. <laughs> it's just we got to do it in a quirky little strange way. So, yeah, 95%. Now, I know JAWS and NVDA are pretty accessible. Narrator's come a long way in the past few years. How does it do with... Uh, just as well. Does it? Good. Good. Yeah, just Yay, as well. That's pretty cool. And you one know, thing I wanted to point out, too, before I forget, is that Reaper is cross-platform, meaning that it is available for both Windows and Mac. Oh, and the great. Mac provides the very same level of accessibility because of these plugins that are used that talk to the screen reader. It is very cool. A while back, I would share something with, like, share a project with Derek, and he could access everything in it, and, and or he would share a project with me, and, and it doesn't matter. He's on Windows, I'm on Mac. It's, everything just works, as long as we're using the stock plugins. If I were using a plugin that Derek didn't have, or he was using a plugin that I didn't have, you know, we'd probably get a warning saying, hey, there's something trying to load here that I don't have. But uh, it's just so cool to be able to go from one platform to another and still have the level of access you expect. Yep. I want to know if we have anyone else from the production team, if you would raise your hand for Shannon to know. Is there anyone else? And this if you have a question or a comment you want to share? This is the part where we fill in the silence with crickets. Fill <laughs> in the silence, yes. <laughs> If you have forgotten how to raise your hand, oh. um, this, is, <laughs> this, is, this is the part where that I think chill like happens in my sleep. Alt Y on your computer, on your PC. Uh, Alt, yeah, Option Y on your Mac. The more on the iPhone, double tap on that and find raised hand. And then if you're on the regular phone, it's star nine. And we don't have anybody from the production uh, is there anyone on the is panel? Oh, Tyson, Tyson. Yeah, he's down down at the bottom okay. of my phone list. I don't but know he why. May he's not, not be raising up. his hand. Yeah. Um. Anyone else on the panel that wants to make any other comment before? But oh, Tyson did raise his hand, and then he oh. put it down. So let me let me uh, let me allow Tyson to talk. <laughs> uh. I would do that if calling my... Tyson. I wish I had my reverb working. Calling Tyson. All calling right. Tyson. <laughs> All right, sir. You know the drill. <laughs> Tyson. There we are. Hey. Hi, Tyson. Hey, hey guys. Hey. Um, so, if I had a comment, I obviously have not done any of the editing stuff that Derek and Janine and and Rick and John and Larry and I know I'm forgetting somebody in there. Debbie, I know you've done it, and Jason, mm -hmm. but. Man, I, I, I got the privilege of, of sitting back and, and watching this happen mm -hmm. um, because I did I did more of the interview and and like, you know, creation side of that kind of stuff mm -hmm. and sadly gave you guys much more work than I should have. <laughs> just just in the stuff that I did that I didn't do it to the to the level Aww. that, you know, but <laughs> you guys made me sound better. So <laughs> um, and yeah. I, I just got to tell you, all you, you all have been like, this is amazing. And every time I get on where I can hear what you guys are doing, I'm learning something and I'm sponging it all up for that day when I'm going to go like, you know what, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And you, you already are doing so much and you'll be doing more. And that's absolutely great. Well, mm -hmm. let's see who else. Um, Shannon, do we want to call on? I'm thinking else? we have about 10 minutes left. Me I'm too. wondering if we, we get should some start questions in? taking we, some questions. I, let's do. Okay. I, well, I see. I see that Roger's Roger Dennis did okay. raise his hand. Hey, Roger. So I've been meaning to call you. I'm going to call you. Okay. I don't know whether to call you Roger have, or Dennis, but I will. Call I have you. asked Roger to <laughs> unmute. <laughs> hey. Uh, yeah. Um. I am just getting, trying to get into this stuff. Uh, actually, I've been taking lessons from Tyson and doing the Zoom meetings. I do run one on my own, and which I don't want here. <laughs> it's uh, mm -hmm. more of a private thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm very, very impressed with all that's going on. I'm, and very soon, I'm going to try to find Reaper and download it and try to see what I can do with it just to prove to myself what I can do. But it's very, very interesting. I'm enjoying this conversation very, very much. Oh, good. Great. I, yeah, I was hoping cool. we didn't go too far into the weeds for people who just have a, a fledgling interest mm -hmm. or don't know much about it. And I don't think, I hope we didn't because it was fun to 
to talk about a little bit, but you want to make sure you don't get too techy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So hopefully levels. we didn't do sure. that. Yeah. It is very affordable too. I don't know if we've mentioned, but it, it's about what sixty. Yeah, wow. 60 bucks. Now, yeah. Reaper's Trustware, meaning if you get it, you can use it for free forever. It'll nag you and just kind of remind you, hey, sure. you've been re using Reaper for 942 days. It'll actually tell you the number of days you've used it without <laughs> buying a license. Mm -hmm. And then you can dismiss that screen and go on your merry little way. Uh, the company who makes it, uh, Kako's trusting you that if you're getting a significant amount of use out of it, you'll buy the thing. Yeah. What's the difference between the free version and a paid version? Is there any the difference? The nag at all? screen, honestly. <laughs> oh, okay. Like I said, that's why it's trustware. They trust yeah, that yeah. if you're getting from it, then you'll buy it. So you are getting everything with a free version that you would get if you put the, the money into it then. Except the nag screen goes away. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I would suggest that if people are using this regularly, that they buy it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Because I'm sure that goes into development and so forth. Mm -hmm. It does. All right. So should we open up to questions in general? Let's, we have some questions. Okay. Fantastic. Let's see. I'm gonna. Uh, we're gonna start with you, Vicky. Uh, you should be allowed to talk. Okay. And I'm sorry. I do not have my headset on, and I so apologize. That's okay. We hear you. <laughs> this will be quick, though. First, I have to say, and compliments you guys because. You know, I would be involved in the convention and listening, and I think, oh, doggone it, I missed something. And I'd pop over, and I'd find you guys already had fixed it and uploaded it. And, I mean, you know, hardly any time had gone by. So you guys just amazingly got onto that quick. Uh, you know, and I know you've had a lot to do after convention, but I just, I just thought you guys did fabulous. Thank, Thank you. you. We set quite a high we're, bar, and now we're running for the straggler files. And <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh boy. You know, oh we were at home and didn't have anything to do, so what the heck? What the heck? Okay, but I do have a couple of questions, because I have my own um, personal podcast, although it has been somewhat woefully neglected. But all my equipment is Apple, so I don't know. It sounds like Reaper is kind of a, pretty much just a Windows no. Um, no. Oh. It is no, it uh, Mac both. and Windows. Mm -hmm. Okay. How did I miss that? I did. <laughs> okay. That that's great because uh, you know I'm getting into some of the more finer points and and uh, I'd lo I'd love to take some lessons, but okay. that's down the way. We'll have to figure out whose well, arm I can twist. With ACB Radio, and we'll see what we can do. I mean, I'd well, about your podcast. I can give you the details right now. It's woefully neglected. It is of a religious nature, but okay. I'd be happy to pass that on to you whenever okay. you want it. All right. Very good. Right. Well, thank but you. But I'd love to be involved with ACB Radio. I've thought about it for a long time. Okay. Well, so, get in touch so, with okay. us. I will do it. And thanks for answering my questions. And thanks for you guys doing such a great job. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Okay. Thank you, Vicki. All right, next up, we're going to, Diane, you should be allowed to talk. I came in in large part to say hi to Derek because I was one of the lightweights in his Cavi um, Reaper class several years ago. And uh, it's great to hear from you. So it was fun hearing him scrub like that a little earlier. Um, my question is, I know at the time that I took that class, you wanted us to use NVDA as our screen reader, and I had never used NVDA before, so, you know, I had to learn enough how to use it. I'm wondering now, I've heard that there are JAWS scripts for it, and I'm wondering, um, since I'm more used to using JAWS, how that would compare to NVDA. It's pretty good. It's a little sluggish compared to NVDA. But it's one of those deals where if you don't know the NVDA experience, you'd probably be perfectly satisfied with JAWS. Okay. If that makes All right. sense. All right. Thank you. I, I ought to dig up my homework, my final exam for that class sometime and drive myself crazy listening to it. Anyway, <laughs> right. thanks a lot. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Diane. All right. All right. Thank you, Diane. All right. Let's go to Chris Coulter. You uh, are allowed to talk. Okay, my question is, I know you said that, that uh, Reaper is usable and very accessible with Mac and Windows, but I'm wondering uh, about other, are there any other editing programs that are 
Um, Audacity may have improved. I haven't used it in years, but it was pretty inaccessible. Yeah. Audacity yeah. is actually pretty Audacity. good. Now, it yeah. bends my brain a little bit because of the way the editing functionality works. I couldn't get it. I, I, I yeah, it breaks it my brain. Complicated. Is, is it complicated on Mac? Um, or, you know, is yeah. it... it, it it worked. I was able to get it to do stuff, but it kind of yeah. hurt my brain well, is, a little bit. <laughs> is Reaper uh, also, uh, or is Reaper better at that than than the Audacity? Oh, yeah. um, Reaper, it has a very consistent experience on both Mac and Windows, except, of course, you know, with Mac, you're having to consider the command key and option key and things like that instead of alt and control. Oh, which, yeah, that I would, that I would be able to understand. So, yeah. Okay, well, uh, you mm -hmm. answered my question, and one of these days, I'll, I'll um, <laughs> dive in and find cool. it. <laughs> All right, thank you. Thanks, Chris. Chris. Okay. Thank you, Chris. All right, let's, I'm going to call on Jamaica. You are allowed to oh, talk, ma'am. Jamaica. Yes, this is Jamaica, and I'm wanting to ask a quick question about... What would be your recommendation to listen to the streams on Windows? Because sometimes I want to listen to some shows on the computer and I'm not sure what would be the best Windows uh, thing to follow. Well, there's this is really more about how we prepare the shows to be heard, this particular show. But, I mean, there is the tuner, but the tuner is not going to be upgraded any longer so on windows itself um, still works but you, you won't get the um the newest channel won't yeah be, you won't get available. community community and, but all the others you would work if you, you know still, if you wanted to but yeah but on windows i don't know jason sometimes i i just go to acbradio.org slash sure. and then you know mainstream or community or mm -hmm. uh, cafe and, just, and then use the listen link yeah you can do that Okay. Yeah, All right. Windows but Media Player works just just great. The one player, Windows thank Media. You. Windows Media. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and there are podcast aggregators that yeah that, that sure. work too. So. Okay. Thank you. Welcome. Okay. Right, uh, well, I think I... we're going to call that good because it's five fifty nine. Yes. Yeah, and I have to go to the next one. So. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. So thank fun. you, Eric, so much. Um, yes. And, um, We'll see what we want to do more on this, perhaps, because, I mean, this Definitely. could have gone for main menu. This is great. Oh, yeah, this yeah. could have gone for two or three hours. <laughs> it sure could. Hey, Derek, thank you for everything you do. Yeah, you do it's my stuff. pleasure. It's my pleasure working with you guys. You guys are great. All right, I'm going to end this meeting. <laughs> okay, thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.